Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kate, Kiwi, and BP. Hello. Yo ho! <laughs> uh, hi. Today we're going to be playing Port Royal, designed by Alexander Fister of Great Western Trail, Maracabo, Isle of Sky, Broom Service, uh, and many more. The artist is Clement Franz of everything, including yep. Orléans, Caverna, Agricola, Grand Austria Hotel, Patchwork, Watergate, Isle of Sky, Barren Park, Altiplano Bonanza, and Caverna Cavers Cave, all of which we've played. And it is published in 2014 by Pegasus Spiel. In the harbor of Port Royal, life is bustling and you hope to make a deal of your life. But don't risk too much or your cargo holds will be empty. Don't forget to reinvest your profit or gain favor of the governors and admirals to hire various other persons that can further your goals. Try to extend your influence, and you might even be able to answer the call of one of the prestigious expeditions. The mechanics are card drafting, contracts, push your luck, and set collection. And Kate, what do you think of the box art? Hmm. Well, there is a pirate front and center. Um, he's, you know, resting at port. Perhaps. Yeah, there's a little seagull hanging out. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's it's a pirate scene. One person's pirate is another's privateer. Well, as soon as Kate said, there's a pirate front and center, I said, yes, because it's a Clemens Franz boxer. <laughs> so they all look like. Hold on. Is it the pirate or the pigeon that's front and center? <laughs> the like, I mean, the seagull? Center, yeah. And about to be stepped on, maybe? Kicked. Yeah, that man's going to kick a pigeon. <laughs> I, it does look it's like the pigeon may have actually pooped on his boot. I'm just yeah, going to yeah, throw that does. out there. Yeah, <laughs> and is about to get kicked for it. It's more of a, a Captain Morgan-esque pose. Oh, it's like. very Captain Morgan pose. Oh, wait, and also, seagull? yeah, yeah, it's whatever. a seagull. Same thing. Uh, yeah, whatever, the bird. <laughs> the the bird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're both garbage birds. <laughs> um, yeah, very Pir Pirates of the Caribbean-esque. Scene. Which yeah. is interesting because that description I read didn't sound very piratey. Right. Mm -hmm. Would you pull this off a shelf, Kate? I think so. Yeah, I think I I would pull it off off the shelf. Um, yeah, the the theme sounds playful, and um, yeah, I like things that are nautical themed. <laughs> uh, Kiwi. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I do have reservations. Uh, <laughs> the box art makes it look like it's going to be a boring, boring Euro, uh, which I don't take typically mine. Uh, but Alexander Fister, I don't think we've played anything that he has designed that we have. Like the, the first thing on there is Great Western Trail. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. God, is this going to be a seven hour long we, game? We did like Isle of Sky. <laughs> yeah. OK, that's true. So we're like 50-50 on his game. 50-50. OK, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm still going to say yes, but I do have uh, reservations. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat for that reason. 50-50 on uh, stuff. I'm in the same boat. Hey. Uh, the box art. Yeah. Very Clemens Franz. Very, very Clemens Franz. Very even like it kind of looks older. -y. It almost like looking this reminds me of like mm. the for sale box art. Like I would have guessed this game was from like late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. The description is kind of interesting. Mechanics are probably the most thing that gets me. Push your luck, set yeah. collection. Mm -hmm. I yep. like all that. Uh, BP? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to have my other boat. But yes, I would probably because 
Again, the piratey theme, nautical theme along the lines of uh, Kate also interests me. Obviously, we know we all really gravitate towards the push your luck. But yeah, I know I know from experience with this artist and with um, the designer uh, that it is a hit or a miss. So I would be cautiously interested. All right. Uh, Kate, how do you think it's played? Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I think it's played? Hard drafting and push your luck. That sounds like 10, where we... Mm. Yeah, okay. Look at her go. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to do this now. <laughs> uh, going to port, is, we do that in Sleeping Gods, and we buy stuff, and... <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. So it's a combination of 10 and Sleeping Gods. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Do you fulfill fulfill contracts? So, are you are we drafting the contracts? Perhaps that's. I don't know how else. What are you selling at this port? The stuff we pick up our set collections. Duh. Or are we just are we just drawing all like pretense of a theme and just assuming we're going to have colored cards with numbers on them? We're going to have colored cards with number on them. Okay, uh, so one we- is one is going to if we're if we're thinking about Caribbean, which by the art makes me think we're going Caribbean. We're going to be talking sugar, tobacco, rice, maybe salted fish. Where does the pigeon come in? <laughs> seagull. seagull. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, he's our sidekick. The sidekick <laughs> seagull. Yeah, he and helps what's us it, negotiate. What is <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Scully. Scully the, <laughs> the seagull sidekick. Gully the seagull sidekick. All right. I think like we got it. Negotiator. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is this the negotiating pigeon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Seagull. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> uh, history of seagull pigeons. Uh, not really. But so when I do teach where I think the period is that they're wanting to recreate, right, is the Atlantic trade system. One of the things that arises in especially like the 1600s and 1700s as trade really picks up between Europe, Africa, and the Americas um, is that uh, and kind of thinking about the you know one person's pirate is another's privateer england and spain especially were in competition and eventually also the dutch and french um and since the colonies you know they had colonies uh, scattered throughout the english passed um especially in the mid 17th century the navigation acts uh, they weren't necessarily anything new, but what they tried to do was restrict uh, where you could purchase your goods. And this was especially um, costly for those who lived in these colonies because basically they could only ship goods and purchase goods that were British. So they could only ship goods on British ships. They could only purchase goods that came from British colonies. This led, of course, because then the French and the Dutch, who were in competition there, uh, obviously would want to take advantage of that and sell their goods for lower. And so this led to a lot of, um, what shall we say, piracy. Because basically what ended up happening is that many of what would then become the United States, like the colonies that would become right the first states in the U.S., uh, would basically subvert many of these restrictions and go ahead and buy goods right off of the Dutch or French ships. Uh, also, 
what would entitle because Spain was still extracting many minerals out of Mexico and um, what is now modern day uh, Peru and Bolivia in the silver mines there. Um, there were, of course, then lots of uh, also just rogues, if you will, uh, even like previous landlords gone rogue to try to take advantage of some of these merchants selling across seas. And so uh, I think that theme of fulfilling contracts of right going into one of these ports and being like, hey, up in South Carolina, they need some rice and salted fish. Can you fulfill that? Um, goes into this age of plunder, as I sometimes phrase it, because really it is just about everybody trying to uh, get out there for themselves to try to make as much money on this new accelerated trade system that has developed in the Atlantic Ocean and across the Atlantic Oceans. And so there you go. There's where pirates come in. Uh, some of them were legitimated by the monarch, like Sir Francis Drake. He was kind of, you know, uh, English hero, pirate. <laughs> yeah, I think the British considered John Paul Jones a pirate, technically. Yeah. Like, so again, like somebody's somebody's pirate may have been just somebody else's privateer trying to stand for their nation. That isn't a metaphor for life. <laughs> really? I have no idea. What kind of like, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, you guys want to know how to play? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where does the seagull come in? Okay. Uh, well, so we are pirates, maybe merchants, maybe investors. It doesn't matter. We're something. Uh, we live. Maybe we work. I don't know. We do something in Port Royal. Uh, our goal is to gain uh, coins in order to hire persons to join us on expeditions. We gain victory points from our gold and results of expeditions. The game ends when a player has acquired their 12th victory point. The round is finished and the player with the most points is the winner. The first player is the last to have visited a harbor. Play will then proceed clockwise with each player performing their turn. So who, who can anybody remember the last time they visited a harbor? We were near Norfolk. But we weren't in the harbor. Okay. Are we in the harbor? Did we go New York? Yeah, when I was in New York in December, I went to Northport Harbor. Okay, there you go. Keikos. When was the last time you went to a harbor? I think the last time I legit visited a harbor would have been when I got, no, it would have been like May 2015 when I went to the boat to leave on my deployment. Nah. Uh-huh. Like a legit visit to a port. I cannot <laughs> remember anything after that because I flew off the boat when we got done. Mm. I don't know. Who cares? All right. So Kate goes first. Uh, she was the last to visit a harbor. So play will then proceed clockwise with each player performing their turn. Each turn is made up of one to two phases. All right. So the first phase is discover. The active player draws a card from the draw pile to start the harbor display. The player can continue to draw until they decide to stop or if they get two identically colored ships in the display. Uh, so there are five different colors and I don't know how many of each boat, but there are five different colors. So a person, uh, so if you draw a person, they're going to go into the harbor display. Uh, they'll have a shield with a value on it, which is their victory points. If you draw a ship, it will also go to the display and typically they will provide you with income. Uh, the active player can also attempt to repel it. Uh, and they must have sailors and or pirates in their display with sword icons that match or exceed the swords displayed on the ship card. Uh, finally, or not finally, but you could also draw expeditions and those are put in the middle of the table, but are not part of the harbor display until a player claims it. 
In order to claim a display, you must discard persons from your personal display that have the matching symbols with the expeditionary. And then finally, you could draw a tax increase. So if you draw that, every player with 12 or more coins loses half their gold. And then based on the tax increase drawn, the player with either the most swords or the player with the least victory points gain a coin. And the tax increase is then discarded and the round continues. Uh, the player can continue uh, voluntarily stop drawing and move to phase two. However, if a ship is drawn that matches a ship already drawn, that cannot be repelled. Then the entire harbor display is discarded. Phase two is not played and the next player becomes the active player. So if the player decides to stop and we go to phase two, they will take one to three cards depending on the number of differently colored cards in the display. Ships. So if they have uh, zero to three different colors, then they gain they, they only gain a card. If they have four of the five, they gain two cards. And if they have a ship of all five colors, they can gain three cards. Uh, then in turn orders, other players can gain a single card from the harbor, although they must play the active player one coin. Uh, if you take a ship, uh, you gain the gold displayed on the top of the card. And then uh, if you decide to hire a person, you pay the cost in coins that's at the bottom of their card. And then you place that uh, player's personal, you put it in your personal display and you gain their special ability. When a player reaches 12 victory points, the round is finished. After that round, the round ends. So all players get the same number of turns. The victory points from persons in a player's personal board are added up. The player with the most victory points is the winner. If there's a tie, the player with the most coins left is the winner. And those are all the rules. Hoy, let's play. We just finished a game of Port Royal. To recap, I had six sailor <laughs> points. <laughs> Kiwi had eight pirate points. Kate had eleven seagull. Seagull points <laughs> and BP one with 12 merchant points. I don't really know what cards everybody had. Um, winning strategy, BP. Yeah, I won. I actually had a strategy. I went for those expedition cards, you guys. They were big. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty big. Yeah. Once they came out, I was like, okay, I need two crosses. Okay, I need two settlers. Okay, I need two of this. Like, yeah. So I was just going for those expedition cards. And then once I found out, Kate and I were like neck in neck. Uh, it just also luck of the draw. She got like tagged with the taxes. And then I was able to uh, go for one more point. Yep. Uh, Kate, strategy? Yeah. Um I guess the only thing that I was intentionally doing was on my turn, maybe trying to get money and then buy things on other people's turns. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, just try not to bust. Kiwi? Uh, get swords, draw cards, and then try to get it so that I could draw more cards. Or not draw more cards, but pick more cards. It worked yeah. out a handful of times, but not nearly enough to be... Winner. Yeah. Like the problem with that is then you give everybody else like 50 cards to pick from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, my strategy was to draw three cards and bust. <laughs> uh, it's technique. I crushed it. Uh, theme, what did you think? Did you feel like you were merchant pirates in the Caribbean? Yeah, the theme was a little weak. I think you you 
said this before when it's a card drafting game that it's hard sometimes to make that a, a very strong theme. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we were using some of the like terminology for it, but otherwise, yeah, it was pretty interchangeable and like we weren't really, um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was weak. I mean, yeah, there's names on the cards that we would use, but other than that, like, I feel like you didn't, I didn't really feel like a pirate going into port and then like trading around people. And then I guess there was an expedition where you just send two people off and they never came back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I didn't really that's know what... real, by the way. That's real. Yeah, but did the pirates send them on the expedition? It doesn't matter. But were we pirates? Uh, like, I'm not it even doesn't quite matter. sure. Why. It yeah, doesn't matter. True. People. <laughs> Europeans would go off on expeditions during this. I get that, but I think it does matter in the theme of the game. I I don't think this was an expedition game. I think it was <laughs> you're in a port and you just sent two people off and they never came back. Like it was just another means to pay for something. Yeah. What I want to know is where were the contracts? The expeditions? Yeah, I think that's what the contracts yeah. were. Yeah. Which is I also think that's where the set collection was too. Uh yeah. Yeah, theme kiwi anything? No, I, yeah, you guys already already hit it. There wasn't a theme, just like we said at the beginning when we looked at the designer in the box cover. There was no seagulls. There was not a single yeah, seagull. So yep. disappointing. Mm-hmm. Really missed an opportunity yep. on that one. <laughs> uh table presence, BP. How was the lack of seagull? <laughs> well, there was no one to come poop on your game, but um, I mean, I think it's a typical card drafting game. All the cards were the same. I mean, they were pretty stereotypical art. Uh, there's nothing that's going to catch you on this one uh, until like you're Kiwi and you draw out like 500 cards and then you're just going to be going, what is happening here? Yeah, but then you have to pass by the table at that exact moment. Right. And then you're going to see him pull out 500 cards and then just go, well, never mind. And never mind. Let me just shuffle these back in. I think I drew like, like 15 or 16 cards on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not an eye catcher at all. Uh, it's a, you know, standard. I mean, he's done some great pieces where we've been like, there's interesting things in here. Uh, I mean, the Puffin Goose. Right. That's the all thanks goose. to Clemens exactly. Rounds. Um, but unfortunately this one was meh. That's Wait, a technical the puffin term. Goose was on the box too, right? Yeah, the puffin goose so was. He on loves the- to put birds on boxes and then not use them. Yeah. 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 Instead of taxes, you should have a card that was uh a seagull just came through and pooped on. Mm, and that's why you have to get rid of half your money because mm-hmm. you gotta buy a new piece of clothing. <laughs> yep. Because the seagull shat on your hat and now you need a new hat. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that would be more fitting. Again, a metaphor for life. I know. Uh, mechanics, Kiwi? I, I mean, it's just a drafting game. Yeah. I, there was nothing kind of crazy. I do like the, you know, the the double use cards with the coin on the back and the, you know, and the, and the other side being the, the card that has your actions and abilities and stuff. Um, it, yeah. coin, coins were easier to get in this game than we've played with other games that have a similar feature like Fleet. Um, mm-hmm. but other than that, it was just, it, it was pretty, pretty basic. I think nothing that really stood out. I mean, for W use cards, it's probably the most basic you could do with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coin on back. I, I thought the, the powers on the cards weren't particularly intriguing. Like there was none that was like, Ooh, that would really be fun to have. Yeah. Yeah. They were just, like you said, everything was just pretty basic. I felt like, I mean, the push your luck was definitely there. Because we busted a lot. Uh, the luck luck was definitely there. Yeah. 
not like yeah, I- but that push your luck piece, I, I was thinking about it, like there wasn't really a whole lot of because like the push your luck games that we like, I th- feel like other players like really get into yeah. pushing your luck. Um, whereas this one, like you really don't want people to bust because then you right. don't get anything yeah. either. Whereas like stuff yeah. with like camel up and uh, camel cup. Yeah. Like those kind of push your luck. It's fun because yeah. like, you get into the action too. But, but when you have and you benefit. Yeah. When you have a stake in it like you don't want them to bust. So it's like, yeah, sure. It was push your luck, but you really want. I also felt that choice is kind of obvious most of most draws because you either draw like okay i need money so i need to get like a ship of three value or something and it's like well if i drew like four ships and they're all one value i'm gonna keep going because like i can stop here and get nothing like one coin isn't worth stopping and then you'd bust on the bigger ship I, i don't know and then or if you drew like a five ship it's like well i don't really need to push my luck i've already got what i want there's not a lot of incentive at all to yeah. push your luck because either way you lose, like you lose the opportunity and then also you don't want to go too far because yeah. the other players benefit from it. Yeah. And then if you bust is like double bad because now you don't get money from the other players either. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Rules. Uh, how is it learning the game? It was pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. I Before we just went off on how the push your luck was kind of weak, I was going to say it was basic, but like. It worked well, like it it went smoothly, like it was easy to pick up and it was, yeah, like the mechanics did do what they were intended to do. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But some of the cards were not so clear, like especially like the admirals and governors that had like all these cards on them and then these arrows, like, I don't know. He had to seriously be looking at the rule book to interpret that, so... I mean, I realize it's your localization thing that you always talk about, Kiwi. Uh, but I mean, while we got this the swing of it very easily, I don't think it was intuitive necessarily. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the rule book is pretty well laid out. And uh, like BP said, I did have the one, the very last page was like a reference page that had all the like icons for each of the individual uh, people. So that was the only page that I had up and that was the only thing that I referenced. I think uh, we did look up uh, clarification on the taxes to see mm-hmm. like what happened if there was a tie. And then we did look up um, when or what ships you could repel and when you could repel it. But uh, finding the answer was super quick because it was, you know, rule books well laid out. Um, and I feel like the answers that we found were fairly intuitive. I think we probably would have guessed them had we just wanted to guess and not actually look it up. I think we would have gotten it right. All right. Um, player interaction. Uh, it's one of those games where like you're supposed to be interactive because like you play off of other people's turns and stuff. But I found like I didn't pay attention too much while you were drawing because if you busted, it was irrelevant. Mm. So I sort of just waited for you to say you pick a card and then I was like, okay, let me see what's out there. And then I would pick whatever was left. And I, like I said, I didn't really have any idea what your hands were. So you guys are like, oh yeah, we almost have 12 points. I was like, oh, I have like four. Yeah. And then like I said about earlier with the, you know, the, the push your luck mechanic, you know, our favorite push your luck games 
you're, you're more interactive because you're mm. watching that person. You want to see them bust or you want to see like something crazy and fun happen. And that's where some of that interaction comes from. And it, I just wasn't there for me on this one. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like I, I agree on the player interaction. Yeah, nothing really to add. Um, th- there was a little interaction, though. So there was some. Yeah, there's some. It it's like more than like a solo, solo, solitaire type right. thing. Right. But it's yeah. more your your interactions more on like just the picking of cards and things like a draft. I mean, I guess it's like any drafting. Yeah. Just a little bit different in how it goes about. Uh, would you play it again? Kiwi. No, I don't think so. Um I didn't mind playing it once. It, it wasn't so bad that I was like, oh, I wished I hadn't had this experience. Um, but wow. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's an option. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would play it again. I'm now what one for three for Fister games. Wow. So, yeah, I it was OK. It felt old. Uh, OK, I think I'm going to say no. OK. Um, wow, you totally, it, by the way, Kiwi had already guessed and he'd guessed you as a yes. So you have, yeah, yeah good job. <laughs> you fooled him. Well, does it, when you guys say you wouldn't seek it out, but if somebody had it, you would play it, that you usually count that still as a no. I think we usually do. I've heard you guys say that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I'm not that wishy washy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if like you were somewhere and you had no other game and somebody had this, you wouldn't play it. I'd probably read a book. I'd have another game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kiwi would definitely would make, have another game. Another game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would pull out the the, the quiver with, right. with twelve games or the in vault. It. Yeah. So does that still count as a no? Oh, it's, it's up to you. Right, yeah, we, have to, own, we have to finish your judgment. Yeah, okay. we have to finish it. It's a no. It's a no. Okay. okay. BP. Um, I am. <laughs> I almost want to say yes, just to like piss my husband off. I, I should write. I should write it off to the side. <laughs> you so really should, see. Yeah. so I can You're see your, yeah. your, yeah. your results. I thought about that after I put it in. So yeah, in the future, I'll make my guesses off to the side. Um, I mean, there. Were, yeah, it wasn't that exciting. I mean, I won, yay! But like pirate games, there are so many better pirate games that we've played. In fact, I'm, I'm thinking I need to find that one that Kiwi really likes for his birthday. I'm interested. Uh, they're Libertalia. They're oh, making yeah. the, like a newer version, and oh, it's, yeah, by, um, it's by Stonemeyer. So I think the quality is going to be really good and stuff. So I actually might. Well, that's another game I was thinking that. about with this one. Was like that would be a better pirate game. Well, then there's also that's a, a far more similar in card game type thing. Mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, we, I kind of want to play it again, but Are there I thought seagulls? it was way better. They're not. Uh, no, but there's a monkey. Could be. There is a monkey. Ooh, there is a monkey, and the monkey disrupts a lot of things. Anyway, yeah, no, I I busted every round. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like it was just, it was just not fun. <laughs> yeah, you get a turn and then like nothing happens. It's yeah. like it, that's like not enjoyable. There's your free money no. gun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just kind of like the mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it makes you feel it's bad. A, it's almost like a whole round. Gone yeah, it's like a whole round because you get no money. Yeah. yeah, so you're basically out for everybody else's. Yeah. You don't get any act on their turns. It's like, all right, come back around, yeah. draw two cards, and I bust again. Yeah, I feel like if if like if you busted and you got like something, mm-hmm. I feel like the game would go a yeah, little bit faster. Yeah, there should definitely be something for that. Yeah, um, yeah, it was kind of just too too luck based. 
Yeah. And even like Kiwi and I busted the most and we had all the swords. The two mm-hmm. yeah. highest points had no swords. And I, I wonder yeah. if that's a function though of like we tended to draw more cards because we thought we had no, that protection. I didn't draw more cards. No, oh, yeah. that's true. We busted sometimes on very few cards. There was a round I busted on like two cards <laughs> and then BP drew like five of a kind instantly. I was like, well, fuck this game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think there were a lot of like little things they could have done to mitigate a lot of that. And they just didn't. All right. Uh, so that was uh, Port Royal. So if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do it via email at firstturntabletop at gmail or Twitter and Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel, the seagull coming by. Got some Foley work going. <laughs> He's like, oh, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. So you just have a governor hanging out for hire down on the port. That's how it worked. And then we are going to discard the ship. You can get a priest. I didn't want a priest. You can get. Okay, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I tried my best. Uh, All right, so the Mademoiselle uh, gives you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mademoiselle. We can't judge what she does for a living. Regardless of how plunging her neckline is. (laughs) 